Hi, welcome to Kids Corner with Dr. Liz. I'm Liz Mumper. I'm a pediatrician in Virginia. And today I'd like to talk to you about sleep. Sleep can be quite elusive for new parents. Many people don't realize how important sleep is. Sleep is when we detoxify all the environmental exposures that we had that day. And it's also when we convert the things we learned today into the memories that we'll remember tomorrow and the next day. During the first few weeks of your baby's life, your baby will likely sleep as much as 18 or 20 hours a day, and this is normal. During that time, we really encourage the new mothers to rest while the baby is sleeping. And especially for breastfeeding moms, you may only get two or three hours at a stretch before your baby wakes to feed again. An ideal sleep really requires about four hours of uninterrupted sleep for you to get it into the deep sleep that is really what's going to make you healthier. Sleep deprivation can actually make you very forgetful, and it can even make you have some psychotic thoughts. One of the reasons that they use sleep deprivation for torture is that it does cause psychosis after a while, and the prisoners really can't stand it. I'd like to come back to this idea of watching your baby while she sleeps for certain cues that she's either getting hungry, which might be rooting around or trying to get to the mother's chest, or cues for sleeping, which would be things like an irritable cry or being kind of fussy. As they get better motor skills, they might rub their eyes. In the first month of life, you're trying to learn your baby's cues, and it's part of this incredible communication back and forth between the baby and both parents. I am a fan of establishing a sleep routine for babies. Kids actually like limits. They like to know what's coming that helps them feel more secure. And when babies have a routine, it's easier for them to do the transitions from waking to sleep and vice versa. So one of the things you can do is to have some type of routine that you do in the exact same order every night before you put your baby to bed. doesn't matter what the routine is. In a young baby, it might be something as simple as taking a bath and then having a story or being rocked to sleep. In older children and toddlers, it might be a little more complicated and involve things like brushing teeth, having a bath or shower, doing a prayer, and reading them their favorite books or pointing out their favorite pictures. It doesn't matter what the routine is. The crucial thing is to do it in the same order every night as much as you can. This will teach your child that sleep is coming and make them more cooperative. I'm also a fan of putting your baby in the crib when they're drowsy but still awake. If you rock your child to sleep or hold him on your chest until he falls asleep and then you put him in the crib, it can cause a fearfulness or an agitation if they wake during the night because when they fell asleep, you were there and now you're not. They don't really have the concept right now that you're probably sleeping in another room. So they may cry and interrupt your sleep. Over time, it's good if you can get them to settle themselves to sleep and to comfort themselves during the many normal night awakenings that happen. For this, we would recommend that you find some toy or object or piece of cloth that your baby likes. We would call this a transitional object. Most babies have it can be a raggedy old 
cloth diaper or a toy that has a little bit of a satin edging on it or something that's really soft, some type of blanket or stuffed animal. This is their transitional object. Some people call it a lovey. And by putting them to bed with that, it helps them to settle themselves back to sleep if they wake up during the night. It's really important that you train your child to sleep in the dark. We haven't had artificial sources of light for very long, just a couple of hundred years. And it's been true for most of evolution that the sun went down, it got dark and people slept, and then they woke up to either hunt or forage for their food once the light came. So even small sources of light, like a nightlight or leaving the hall light on, can disrupt your child's sleep patterns. I also like the idea of experimenting with whether your child likes total quiet or if they like white noise. This can be something as simple as a fan that you leave running in the room, or it could be that you get a sound machine and see if your baby likes the sound of the ocean or the sound of rainfall better. If your baby is having trouble settling to sleep, you may want to use some Epsom salts in their bath water. You can take about one half to one cup of Epsom salts, put it in the bath, and let them play for about 20 minutes so that the magnesium in the salts is absorbed into their skin. Magnesium is very calming and can help with that transition to sleep. So I highly recommend that. In older toddlers, you can give magnesium by mouth if you like. Usually a half a milligram up to three milligrams is really helpful to help your child get drowsy. And I would give that about 30 minutes before you want them to be falling asleep. Later, we'll talk about older children and their sleep problems. But for today, we were concentrating on the babies and the toddlers. So here's hoping that you are able to teach your child how to sleep well, and that in return, you are able to get the sleep that you so deserve as the parent of a young baby. This is Kids Corner with Dr. Liz. I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. Bye.